Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 63rd episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 33rd episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have M. Ryan Moore, who is most recently a creative director slash copywriter at Spark in Sydney but you know, is, is based in the Venice, LA area. But Ryan, really happy to, to have you on. Um, I'm really happy to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for, for taking time on a Friday afternoon. Maybe uh, just start off by telling everyone how you're dealing with the pandemic, where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy the last few months. Yeah, last few months have been um, interesting. I wouldn't say too challenging. It's been kind of a nice way to shift into a different way of life. Um, my wife has a full-time job and she's working from home. Um, my son just finished uh, high school last spring uh, and they had a virtual graduation and now he's doing virtual classes online at Santa Monica City College. And I'm pretty much taking care of the, the house <laughs> and the family. So that's why I've been, I've been doing a lot of cooking and unfortunately a lot of eating. Is it good? <laughs> but that's, that's one of my hobbies, cooking. cooking good? Yeah, so I've been keeping the family well-fed. That's good, what have you been cooking? Uh, well, tonight I have a pot roast in the, in the slow cooker. Nice, yeah. that slow cooker pressure cooker is unbelievable with me. Yeah. Just it's, like uh, falls yeah, right apart. So looking forward to that in a couple hours. And I also like barbecuing. I have a smoker in the backyard. Benefit of having the nice LA weather can, can barbecue year round for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Have you so, been able to flex those creative muscles past, you know, cooking? You know, I've gotten a couple, you know, since I was the creative director at, at Spark 44, the past uh, well, almost three years now, I've been doing freelance and even, even in the pandemic, I've had a couple jobs trickle in. <clears throat> and when I do get to write something, it just feels so good. Because it's like, if, you know, at first, you know, the, the, I'll get briefed on the phone. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And I'll just, I'll sit down and start, the fingers will start, start flying. It's like, oh, oh, hell yeah. I, I still got this. <laughs> you know, and, then, and like the end of the day, I'm like, I'm like so pumped up. I'm like, oh, that felt so good to do some work. <laughs> Words we never thought we'd say. That's great. So, so yeah, so once in a while, you know, I had a couple big projects lined up and then around March, April, people kind of put the brakes on. So, so, you know, life has slowed down a bit, but there's good and, and there's, there's, you know, there's always a silver lining, I think. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, glad you at least had some, some freelance gigs and yeah, it makes sense. Things kind of slow down a bit, but hopefully pick back up and, and yeah. you know, get back to it. But maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you kind of got into the ad industry, maybe some clients you've worked on and where you've worked. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long journey because I, I grew up never really thinking about advertising as a career. I was always a writer and Right out of college, well, actually, when I was still in college, I started doing freelance journalism for automotive magazines. 
and you know like car craft and super Chevy and hot rod and so it's got a I was a car guy and I liked riding and I showed my articles to my dad and he's like yeah this is really good stuff you should like be a copywriter because it's like your stuff is like so you know it's like colorful you paint a, paint a picture you tell a story and I'm like a, I was like a copywriter you mean like in the patent office I didn't you know I was like I don't know it's like 22 23 I didn't know what a copywriter was. And then I met a guy at a gas station. We were pumping gas. I had an old classic Oldsmobile and he had a, like a Mustang, I think. And we started talking cars and he's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I write car articles. And you know, he's like, that's interesting. And he's, and he's like, he's like, do you ever do like uh, advertising? Or I was like, no. Turned out, long story short, he worked at RPA, Ruben Poster and Associates at the time in Santa Monica. And he gave me his card and he's like, come, come on in. And then I went in and they gave me some freelance work, work, you know, doing some like some print work. And then I was talking to people there. And at the time they had a separate division called RP Interactive, which just did websites and interactive. It was like, this is 1998, 99. But then I found out they needed someone on the Honda motorcycles account. So I just got to walk myself over and introduce myself. And a month later, I'm working on the Honda Motorcycles website. And that's how I got into advertising. <laughs> right. And then, so I kind of did it backwards. Like a lot, most people, I think, at least my age, like started in traditional and kind of, then you, you kind of leaped into digital. I started in digital. And then as I grew as a creative, I got opportunities to do, you know, TV spots and print ads and campaign work. And so that's, that's kind of how my journey started. And I was at RPA for 11 years. Wow. Yeah. And then an opportunity came about with Spark 44 here in LA, a good friend of mine was recruited by then to start, it was a, it was a startup agency to, and they got the Jaguar Land Rover business and, um, I just, they gave me an opportunity to join a very small team at the time. And I jumped at it. I was, I felt I either leave, leave RPA or stay there the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> so it was time to make a move and it was a great move. And I got, I got to grow as a creative. I got to, you know, to travel to London a couple times a year. I eventually got to travel to Australia. You know, I grew into a creative director. I got, I got the, the chance to grow into like a leader where I could mentor people, which I turned out I really enjoyed doing. I had the right temperament, you know, to lead, to lead teams. So, and then after we got back from Australia, the LA office was closing Spark 44. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna put, put some feelers out and see if I can get some freelance work. And that's, that's what I did. And actually my first freelance was back at RPA doing some more Honda work. So it kind of came full circle. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And then, you know, at some freelance gigs, you work on the other camp, you know, clients that weren't necessarily cars, knowing that, you know, maybe for the first part of your career is definitely automobile. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of cars and motorcycles, but the past uh, three years, well, back when I was at RPA, I got, I did a little bit, some Pioneer Electronics, some Ad Club LA, some Mandalay Bay casino stuff, very little, but these past three years it's been very little um car stuff i've done work for um a cbd client 
Cadenwood Biosciences. So I, I wrote their website. So I got to learn about CBD. Um, I did web copy for Vizio. So I got to learn about TV technology and let's see um, some pharmaceutical work, uh, some, some really interesting work with uh, planned communities down in San Diego, basically doing their brand books. And that was, that was something new to me. Those, and uh, I think that's like one of my strong points. I'm kind of a curious person. So I like learning about new things and then just flipping it into a creative point of view and selling it. So um, it's been very interesting, been very interesting three years. Yeah, that's a you know, nice trajectory just from starting and, and being at places for so long clearly says something about you, especially in a yeah. industry where it is so common to kind of bounce around to keep moving yeah, up the ladder and getting different experiences, but you know, to stay at two places for, for a while and then freelancing, you know, definitely says a lot about you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I am kind of a, a loyal person. I like, I like kind of living a brand too. You know, I was, you know, I was a, t a team player for a long time for Honda, the Honda brand. Yeah, really, really important. What would you say you're looking for in your next role? Yeah, my next role, you know, as much as I like freelancing and having flexible hours, I think ideally I would like to have a, like a new home, you know, a new a new group of people that could feel like family, like I had at RPA, like I had at Spark 44. Those are, you know, those are the two places I spent, you know, the bulk of my career. And if I could find a place that felt as, as uh, good as those, those two places, especially RPA, the culture at RPA was, is phenomenal, still is phenomenal. So if I could find a place to land that I could call home for a few years, that's my, my ideal spot. You know, I'd, I'd probably look for something more um, in a leadership role because I think I am a good creative director and I can lead team, like especially small teams really well, but hopefully I can also, you know, get my hands dirty and still, still do some work. And that's, that's what I, I loved about both of my previous positions, either ACD at, at, um, at RPA or CD at Spark. I was still, I was still writing. I was still concepting, you know, from, you know, campaign ideas to tweets, you know, it's, I think it's all something that you know no matter what the medium is you're 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 trying to you know tell a story you can tell a story in a tweet just like you can tell a story in a campaign or a tv spot so, yeah totally and I, I i love hearing that and i i totally agree do you think you you'd want something more permanent or freelance or open to both i'm open to both um and that's one thing i've learned during this covid times is you have to be flexible you have to meet people, you know, in the situation where they are. Um, you know, I've, I've taken jobs that I, I thought were easily like two week long jobs and they had two days to do it. And I was like, well, okay. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to lose this relationship. Yeah. And I like, I like working fast and hard. If, if I have to, if I have time, it's, it's nice to breathe a little bit and think a little more, but sometimes things have to happen. <laughs> and I like, I like making it happen. I like making people happy too. I, yeah, like that's making, a, I, like, I like making clients happy. So yeah, that's a good attitude. I mean, that's what we're paid to do. So if you can yeah. make the clients happy, you're doing it right. Yeah, exactly. You've touched on it already, but what are some of your better qualities? You know, I think, yeah, I touched on like 
being curious and like being a learner. I think um, I was a great student back in you know student days, just because I didn't really want to be a high high achiever or anything. I was just curious. I was just seriously interested in things, and I think that has lent lent um, itself to me being a good creative and a, you know a good writer. Is I actually have a curiosity for just about everything that's presented to me. It's like, oh, I haven't thought about this. You know, I love talking to, to strategists and planners and, um, you know, making creative briefs better and asking questions. And, and it's like, when I, when I get a great planner on a team, I get so excited because I really like learning about things <laughs> and exploring things. So that curiosity, I think is one of my better qualities. Uh, I think I have a good sense of humor I like making people laugh. Um, I like having a, a, a team that trusts me. Um, and I think I am a very trustworthy person. I'm very honest. I give my opinion freely. Uh, what else? Eh, Those are some no, pretty good ones. No drama. You know, I'm, you know, we all have egos, cr creatives, especially, I think, uh, fragile egos sometimes, but I try to be as egoless as possible, not cause drama. Try to be a solver, not a, not a, not a, don't stir the pot, just solve the problem. Yeah, that's important in this industry too. I mean, being curious definitely is really important to just crack briefs the, the proper way. And the same with, you know, comedy being humorous, being funny is, is important also, but not having an ego, I think is, is one of the bigger ones for sure. Yeah. You know, this industry you're working late hours, you're working on big projects, you want to be, you know, someone that everyone enjoys working with. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Um, yeah, I have, there's, there's quite a few. Um, one that was really interesting was back in the RPA days. I think it was around 2011, right before I transitioned to, to Jaguar Land Rover, but it was for a Honda Civic campaign. And I was kind of a, the lead writer on the digital side of things. And I just kind of threw out an idea. It's like, we had all these, characters. Basically, the idea was there's a civic for everybody, you know, coupe, sedan, SI, and we had different, all these different characters um, that were representative of each of these different civics. And I said, would it be cool if like part of the website, we had like mini games and they're, and they're like, oh, okay, mini game. Back then, mini games were kind of hot and apps were just kind of getting more and more popular. And um, I was like, yeah, we can do a mini game for each character. Each character to have his own mini game, and I started like concepting. And well, you know the, you know the um, the ninja could be this driving game, and and the the you know the the you know, what the monster can be this you know combing your hair game because she had this all this. And they're like, wait, a, a game for each character? I'm like, yeah. And I I got a little bit of pushback because it was kind of too big, too much. But we got a developer in and we got it done and we drew comps and we had the whole team working and we like we hammered out like six mini games in a couple months which was awesome. like, like even a game developer doesn't want to do that and we were just like a, a, a digital team in the ad agency <laughs> so but but it was pretty it was, it was fun there's was a lot of work but it didn't seem like work because we were all just having so much fun doing it yeah i think that's the goal you know understanding it's a lot of work but the payoff is there if, if the project comes out how we've expected and you know you get to ship some really cool campaign then it's definitely worthwhile yeah that was cool what would agencies be getting if they hired you 
and you touched on it a little bit for us. You know, I think they would be getting someone who, you know, really gives of themselves. You know, I, I don't think when I'm on a project, I don't think of it as work. I think of it as like, what, what am I, what am I, it's what I'm doing. You know, it's just like, it's like, oh no, let's get this done. It's like, let's get into this. You know, let's, 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 let's figure it out. Let's ask the right questions. Let's get some, some really great thinking. Um, and if you don't have time for really great thinking, let's get it done. You know, let's, let's make this deadline. <laughs> and then, um, so it's some, I think it's somebody who's dedicated to the work is somebody who you'll like working with. People like being around me. That's what I hear anyway. <laughs> For the most part. I, I don't know what they say when I'm not there, but, um, uh, and like I said before, it's like, I'm a curious person. I think I'm really good at, you know, drawing connections. Like I kind of keep my, keep my, uh, my eye out for, you know, what's happening in the world and how does that relate to what this brand is or what this product is. And because I always like work that's, you know, dri driven by an insight. Um, Cause yeah, you can do something funny or wacky or super clever or like standalone, but if it doesn't have an insight about the person you're trying to, you know, talk to, it's not going to be effective. So yeah. I always like that insight driven start. And like going back to, like I said, working with a good strategist, that's, that's what I'll do too. I'll, 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 I won't just be a writer or, or creative director. I'll be, you know, part of the team. So. Yeah. All really important qualities. And I agree. You really need that big insight to, to craft whatever that big idea is. And that comes from, you know, being a team player, talking to strategists, coming up with, you know, something that works for everyone. So yeah. really, really important. What, you know, made you kind of go the route on your portfolio of having kind of these case studies and testimonials. I love the testimonials. And I love the case studies too, but kind of doing those instead of, you know, the regular spots or, you know, the, the norm. You know, I, I started to, you know, like the first version of my website, it was, it was like, a, it started to look like a list. It's like, this is what I did. This is what I did. I also did this. I did this. I did this. I did this. And I'm like, you know, I got to like, you know, 20 print ads and 12 TV spots yeah. and, you know, six websites. And I'm like, there's nobody's gonna look at all this. It's like it's um, it's too, you know it's too much. People people are busy, so so I just I thought, well, what can I do just to kind of put what I think best shows what I do. That's you know so somebody can like take a look at this website and get an idea for what I do in five minutes okay. or ten minutes, and that's and that's one thing. It's worked well sometimes. Sometimes it hasn't worked well. Like I'll get a freelance gig possibility, and it's like I looked at your website, but you know, where's where's your uh, where's your copy? Where's you don't have a print ad? Yeah. And so it's like okay, I'll, and then I'll email you. I'll email them like ten print ads, and it's like yes, yeah, see, I can write a print ad. But I want to show that it's it's more about idea. It's about storytelling. It's a you know, um, and again, I think a big part of it is what other people say about you. That have worked with you, so I thought I really wanted to get those testimonials in because um, I think other people are, you know, your best, your best voice. You can talk about yourself all day long, which I feel like I'm doing right now. But yeah, <laughs> but I think that's, you know, I, I'm always like surprised and flattered when somebody says something great about me. 
I'm like, really? It's like, they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, thank you. It feels good. <laughs> it's always nice to hear. And everyone deserves yeah. the chance to write their own testimonial about themselves. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm letting you do now. Write your own about you. <laughs> what do you like to do outside of work? Outside of work, I have um, cooking and eating. <laughs> um, I'm a motorcycle guy, too. I've always been a car and motorcycle guy. Um, I just sold a Triumph Scrambler that I loved. But uh, that was great. Yeah, they make some great stuff these days. But I wanted something that I could do more trips on because I have time. <laughs> the Scrambler was great around the city. But um, I did a long trip on it up to the Kern River, and it was just too small of a bike. So I'm looking for something more of a cruiser or touring bike. Yeah, the Triumph is beautiful. My brother has has one. I actually rode it this past weekend. It's great. So, so I ride. I ride motorcycles. I cook. I, uh, what, you know, what else? I, I have a bicycle. I try to get on the bicycle, get some exercise. And, you can't get on a bike when you got a motorcycle right there. It's just I know way more fun. And I read. I read a lot. You know, I read I read about three or four newspapers a day. I you know usually read a novel every couple of weeks. Um, do the do the New York Times crossword every day. <laughs> yeah, so I like precious. I like I like I like kind of the brainy stuff too. So yeah, it's important to, to kind of do both. So. Yeah. Do you go physical newspaper or online? Online, so all online. Yeah. Easier, why not? I think uh, I think that's really it for me. Unless there's any, you know, thing we haven't touched on. The last question is if there's a dream client brand agency that you want to give a little shout out to. Yeah, it's a good question, and it's it's difficult these days because um, you don't when you see a, a spot or campaign, you don't know if 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 it's an agency or if it's an in-house, you know, piece. Um, I actually just a couple of days ago saw an Amazon ad. It's like their big holiday ad. It's called um, The Show Must Go On. Yeah. If your audience, if you guys have not seen it, go to YouTube and look for Amazon, The Show Must Go On. Like it's, it tells, it tells, it's a beautiful story. It's insight driven. It's right for the times. And I was like, and I know Amazon has a pretty big in-house creative. Um, so I would love to go to Amazon, but I looked it up. And that's actually, they hired an agency. Yeah. They're a London and New York agency, um, which I, the name of name escapes me now, but um, something weird, like lucky something, lucky general, lucky generals. That's what it is. I'd never heard of them before, but it's a beautiful spot. Yeah, so lucky awesome. general, if you want me to, to join your team or Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Hopefully, one of them, you know, someone from Amazon listening, give give a little shout out. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's really it for me. Thanks so much for for making time and, and doing something like this. Yeah, thank you, Matt. It was uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah, of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, email. It's m ryan moore at gmail. Uh, the m is for Michael, which I've never used my whole life. Even before I knew who Michael Moore was, I was always Ryan Moore. So, but I put the M there because there are lots of Ryan Moores also. Yeah, got to <laughs> differentiate a little bit. Stand <laughs> out. <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. I mean, good luck and, and thanks so much. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, that's a wrap.
for the 63rd episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who wants to sell themselves to recruiters, looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me a note at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for you know a long list of people who are ready to get back out there and get to work. And you can now check out all of these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thank you.